Hey, boppers. Groovin' Movies is a podcast devoted to cult, vintage horror, exploitation, and pre-Haze Code films. Join Eddie French, Emma Tidswell, and Tom King on Groovin' Movies every Monday. Can you dig it? Okay, welcome to episode 19 of Movie Bong. Hi, Mike. 19. Wow. Was that like an Axl Rose? No, 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 no. There's a song that goes like, no, no, 19, 19. It's that song about the age of the average soldier in Vietnam. Oh, right. 19. No, 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 19. Do you not know that? Doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, uh, episode 19. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, and it's a very special episode, this episode. It's the first episode uh, where we're going to be dedicating an entire episode to a single actor. Holy shit. That actor being Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves? I mean... I think it's fair to say 2019 has been the year of the Reeves. It certainly has. He smashed it out the park this year. Obviously with uh, John Wick 3 and Toy Story 4. Yes, um, his uh, cameo in um, a film we'll talk about uh, in oh, a little yeah. bit. Um, and he's just done various little interviews where he's come across as a relatively cool guy. And um, that thing he did with the... the, the there was a... The, was it for the computer game or maybe it was something else he came out and the crowd were like he was like it takes my breath away and someone's like you take our breath away Keanu and he was like you take my breath away it was it was a moment and I think he's just had quite a lot of moments this year that have um have been nice because everything's shit these days and it's always nice to have um just a sort of positive person around isn't it no, like definitely. Keanu. <laughs> I, I think he's probably like one of the only people in Hollywood that isn't a wrong'un. Yeah. Um, you, well, you would hope, yeah. <laughs> um, because I think, well, he particularly, f- he fell out of favour with me a bit um, a long time ago because uh, obviously I, I, he first came to my attention with like Bill and Ted and stuff. Mm-hmm, and I loved mm-hmm. that as a kid. Excellent adventure. Loved the film, loved the weird cartoon they made, um, loved Bogus Journey. Um, but um, then he started to try and he was a bit more ambitious with his projects and acting. And sometimes I think his acting can be a little shoddy in the, in the past. And I think yeah, yeah, yeah. he was a bit like, oh, he, he got a bit cringy for a while. But then I think he just really, he just really came back and won everyone over. Um because a lot of people loved him anyway, just because he was good looking. During the sort of Dracula period, I was a bit like, Ugh. but yeah, he totally won me back. I mean, like I was growing up only really aware of him in The Matrix. That would be like my introduction to him as an actor. Right. And, uh, you know, like, I mean, 
he really is that role. That's like a role that feels sort of made for Keanu Reeves. I can't think of like anyone else that could really smash it out of the park like he could. Yeah, to be fair, when he did do that, that was like him sort of just really stamping his mark on Hollywood at that point. And as you say, it is. It's an iconic film. It's an iconic role. Uh, the whole look uh, inspired so much in culture. The bl- the the black leather jacket, the, <laughs> the sunglasses. Not everything great in culture. <laughs> Some bad stuff. But uh, yeah. And I think it's really impressive for him to sort of like come back and make another iconic role such as John Wick uh, in the last sort of few years. Because I think after you do a character as iconic as Neo. It's it's very difficult to get away from being the guy who was Neo. Yeah. And and he's really he's done that very well. Yeah, cuz I used to say I used to say he was he was shit, but he was just very good at picking projects. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. But um I don't think so now. I go back on that. I think I was too harsh on him. I think he just he he was inspired and he had a great energy and he was connected to some great parts, and he, he, he was good. I was too harsh on him. Um, I'd like to make a public apology to Keanu, actually, <laughs> if he is listening. I am sorry, buddy. Uh, you've won me over, and I've gone back now, and I've seen stuff in the past performances that I, I, you know, I genuinely like. I think he's good. Well, on the show today, we're going to review some movies that he's been in, uh, some ones that we hadn't seen. You know, we've, we've tried to delve into some lesser-known Keanu movies. Yeah, well, it's hard because Keanu, I was jotting down um, genres of film that he's been in, and he's been in, like, basically every genre of movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, animated, a uh, little bit of horror, lots of action, martial arts, uh, um, Shakespeare, you know. Not enough westerns, in my no. opinion. No. Aha, that was one. I was trying to wrap my brain thinking, what genre hasn't mm-hmm, he done? Mm-hmm. Has he done any Westerns? I Maybe don't we'll think have so. an investigation in a bit, but um, surprised he's not in it. He, he could have done something like with Sam Raimi when he did Quick and the Dead, you know, with Sharon Stone yeah, and something yes, like I, that. I yeah, can see him in, you know what I mean? Totally that sort of Western, yeah. Um, I mean, I could see him in like a Bone Tomhawk style, like Craig Asala. He has worked with Sam Raimi, I think. He was in, possibly, wasn't he in The Gift, which he made with Katie Holmes? I I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, so he's in a lot of different genres. Animated, obviously, Toy Story 4. What do you, you know, what else does he do now? (laughs) He's done it all. Um, also coming up on the show, we're gonna we've got like a new section that we're gonna be trying out this week. Uh, we're gonna be recasting a classic Keanu Reeves movie. Uh, we'll tell you which movie later on in the show, uh, and then at the end of the episode, we'll be doing our pitches again, where we pitch ideas for movies that we think should have been made. Obviously, this week starring Keanu Reeves. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's get to our reviews. Uh, where where do you want to start with 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 this one? Well, the career of Keanu Reeves, obviously, we you know there's so much to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, Matrix, so so iconic. The Bill and Ted movies. I mean, yeah. how iconic as I mean, they don't make huge big comedies like them anymore, do they? Really? I mean, they try. No, and they're going to try with a new Bill and Ted. So I think that really really new one, if it goes well, will really cement Keanu as a legend. I hope it is good but i kind of feel like it's going to be another super troopers too <laughs> no 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 it can't be that it's not going to be a dumb and dumber 2 or a zoolander 2 <laughs> that's what i'm saying like the 
you know, like there is there is previous for like like the, this know, plan rarely works out. Yeah, well. the bogus <laughs> journey was was really strong. Uh, Excellent adventures and I it was a nice little comedy indie hit. And then bogus journey was huge and silly, and I had some great characters in it, like the mm-hmm. uh, deaf and who's coming back, William Sadler. So yeah, they they were fantastic films. Um, I liked his early work, and then in the nineties, um, Parenthood. It's an ensemble comedy starring uh, Steve Martin, which is very good. Yeah, we're both big fans of uh, A Scanner Darkly. Yes, yes, which is a fantastic film. Um, brilliant, weird animated um, rotoscope animation. Uh, it's fantastic. It's got loads of people. Woody Harrelson, Robert Downey Jr. Fantastic cast based on a Philip K. Dick book. Um, so, yeah, so what else? I mean, as we was talking about, he's done Shakespeare. Um, <laughs> we didn't get around to watching Much Ado About Nothing, but that's on my list to just watch. That's a big ensemble piece. He's in it. Michael Keaton's in it. Kenneth Branagh. Um, Emma Thompson. Ben Elton, I think. <laughs> um, well, we've just finished watching My Own Private Idaho. Which has a Shakespeare link. Yes. Um, it's loosely based on, apparently, like Henry VI or something. Or Keanu Reeves's uh, storyline, at least, is um, based upon that. And you can see that within the film. It does definitely have, like, strong... That there are... Uh, quite a lot of the uh, characters have the odd monologue, the odd soliloquy. Yes, because um, basically it's a film from 1991 by Gus Van Sant, yep. a great director... Um, stars River Phoenix uh, as narcoleptic sort of uh, la- boy from the streets. About people of the street, he's a hustler. Um, and then uh, he meets, well, you know, it's his his relationship with Keanu, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. who is like a rich kid who's gone to the streets. And um, yeah, it's a lot of the interaction between the people of the streets. It's quite Fisher King esque. Yeah, which um, is a great, great, great film if you haven't seen it. A Terry Gilliam movie yeah. with Jeff Bridges and Robin Williams. But similar, yeah, similar um, sort of theatrical street people, but this is uh, a bit grittier. Um, this is um, more sexual and. Um, uh, it's quite a dark story, this, but it's it's interesting. Um, it's a bit like Midnight Cowboys, 70s film, John Voight and Dustin Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a later film by a uh, great, great um, gay director called Greg Araki. He's done loads of cool, weird sort of, uh, yeah, yeah, films that explore sexuality and uh, a lot of the times aliens, <laughs> <laughs> weirdly. But... So it's just, there's a lot of it. This is its own like sort of street hustler subgenre. I mean, what really struck me with this movie was I feel like uh, this film would be shocking if it came out tomorrow. Yeah, like, it in, would. in places that uh, you know, it, it still makes me feel uncomfortable and it still poses questions and makes me uh, think about things that, that most other films that deal with similar themes just don't and and i think that's really impressive for a movie made so long ago i i've always been a huge fan of gus van sant i think he's a great director uh he did elephant and um what was it was it last days yes the sort of namari one um he did a great film called jerry with matt damon so really like um and in the 90s he did a film with uh, nicole kidman called to die for which is very good i'll check out with matt dylan um a more recent offering of his was Sea of Trees that I watched uh, last year with uh, Matthew McConaughey um, and I, th- 
and I think Naomi Watts is in it as well. Really strong film, lots of great landscape imagery. Uh, right. I don't want to give away too much because, yeah, you know, it's yeah. it, there's a mystery to unravel. Well, his film Jerry is very interesting. It's Casey Affleck and Matt Damon. It's just them walking for an hour and a half or two hours or whatever, walking along a, a desert. For, for oh, I've his. heard about this. Yeah, yeah. And we watched it in the cinema. Really, like, just you just feel like you're sort of out in the desert. It's a great experience. It's, um, He's a fantastic director for um, locations, uh, yeah. specifically ones that are like like elemental, yeah. you know, like deserts yeah. or forests. Well, this is like the American sort of uh, landscape, or just nothing. Just it's just um, awesome. Looks awesome. Mm. Um, but yeah, this film, um, great little moments in it. It's just. Uh, it's weird, it's Lynchian in moments. Definitely, um, definitely. And in moments, there's a bit of whiff, nail and eye to it, yeah. I noticed. Like, they sort of, there's a bit of going holiday by mistake kind of thing. Because uh, they go on this sort of journey from Portland to, um, to Idaho and then and then further afield um, to, like, Rome or whatever. And it's, yeah, it, it, so it's a little sort of road movie, but it's it's interesting. Good film. It's exciting to see uh, River Phoenix, who obviously didn't, unfortunately, didn't do too many performances due to him dying young. Yeah. Um, and I do think this is one of his uh, better performances. Yeah, yeah. He's, um, yeah, yeah, it's quite sad. And his performance is quite sad in this. And um, I mean, think about what he could have done. No, totally. And also, what I quite like about this film is um, it's sort of like, early 90s American indie cinema and I feel like I see so much of like modern indies in this film like I feel like this is a film where a lot of um independent cinema has taken inspiration like I saw a lot of like like films like Nebraska in this yeah Uh, yeah yeah do you know what I mean like that sort of tone yeah there's a there's a sort of uh, slight difference in the performances. Say Phoenix is quite sort of mumbled and very reserved and sort of dark. Um, Keanu is a bit more Shakespearean, a bit more actory in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think after yeah after this he would go on to do much to do about nothing like properly Shakespeare. Yeah. But, um, but he's still, they're both very good in it in different ways. Also, I mean, I I watched uh, by myself uh, a really old Keanu Reeves movie called. Um, Brotherhood of Justice. Oh, really? With uh, Kiefer Sutherland and Billy Zane, and it was bad. Uh, Um, But like Billy Zane in a bad film, (laughs) never. (laughs) But what's impressive is uh, to see him in this film, which was only made like just a couple years after. um, But the improvements he made in acting, like Keanu, must have gone to some fucking acting classes or something, because he's really good in this film. I think. Yeah. Yeah. For a young guy. Yeah, because um, apparently they didn't have um, much budget to make this film, and then they were gonna uh, micro, um, sort of micro make it on a micro budget with um, real street kids. But then uh, Keanu Reeves and Phoenix got the scripts, and then decided to sort of do the film, probably for, possibly for free or on behalf of each other or something. Or, I don't know. Um, so they really believed in the project. Well, that's and, a. Um, it's actually a running theme in Keanu Reeves's career is him taking lesser salaries. Yeah. Um, normally, uh, so like I know on Devil's Advocate, he took something like a ninety percent decrease so that um, Robert De Niro would no, be you, in the film. You mean Al Pacino? 
Oh, my God. I mean, well, I just think all white people look the same. Yeah, yeah, particularly. I mean, Al Pacino, Rob De Niro, same person, really. <laughs> <laughs> so many people be screaming, no, they're not. Um, but, yeah, devil's advocate, Pacino. Uh, so yeah but that's a bit shit isn't it so like oh he'll take less so we can pay loads to Pacino he's uh, like he's done it in in other instances as well it's not just that one you know like he just wants there to be a a good film and like if he can't have Pacino he knows he's going to get in a lesser actor it's going to be you know less of a hit and reflect badly on himself (laughs) he's always playing the long game Keanu yeah 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 um, but yeah, we were just watching a video about his uh, love for motorcycles, and uh, he talked about riding a motorcycle in this film, in particular. And uh, he he went on to buy the motorcycle that he, he was riding or whatever, and he said it was just a really iconic moment in his life riding that bike with Phoenix on his back, yeah. with a Phoenix on his back, <laughs> River Phoenix <laughs> on his back. Um, so yeah, this this but this is it's an interesting film. It's very nineties, obviously, but going back to it, it's, it's it's an interesting film to revisit. And as you say, it's it would be shocking now. Totally. Um, also, like talking about Keanu Reeves as a presenter and as a narrator, uh, we we sat down to watch a documentary which he is the executive producer of, um, side by side. Yeah, we were just talking about. Um thinking about Keanu Reeves films that we both hadn't seen. And I just had this weird memory that he'd made uh, a documentary where he um, interviewed loads of uh, big film directors like Cameron and uh, Fincher. So, uh, but I wasn't exactly sure what it was about. I knew it was about like cameras or something. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was, it was an interesting watch. It is an interesting movie. It is an interesting subject. Uh, it's basically about like the demise of uh, film and uh, the rise of digital. Yeah, it's a film versus digital um, f- f- movie. <laughs> I was going to say film. Is, is this digital? Um, yeah, and a lot. Of it, and so he interviews a lot of people with the differentiating, differentiating opinions, like Soderbergh, who fucking hates film. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and then there's some others. That, there's a lot of people, obviously, uh, Cameron going forward and saying this is the way we can do this now. And but I don't know. It was. Uh, what did you think of Keanu as a uh, documenter, as a Louis Ferrou? Well, <laughs> it's interesting. I mean, that's definitely what uh, <laughs> what stood out in this movie. Is, like, I mean, he is. He was. <laughs> we were saying how. It kind of felt like he'd uh, turned up to write his school project. Yeah, the whole <laughs> film seemed a bit like a yeah, a sixth form project. Like, and he's asking the right questions and he's listening and everything. I just, he never seems like he convincingly understands anything that anyone says to him. <laughs> yeah, because as well as big directors, he's interviewing like proper cinematographers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and old school um, professionals. Uh, in their fields. I mean, I didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, half that. It was an interesting film, but um, but and then Keanu, it must have been a long project. Keanu um, produced it, and yeah, it must have been a long project because there's lots of scenes where he's, he's well when he's interviewing different directors and he's got like a beard and long hair, and then one minute he's completely shaven, and <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so it must have been a bit of a passion project for him as well. Yeah, no, definitely. And Why it, did he do it? <laughs> I mean, I I get the feeling that it was something he was interested in, 
But then as he made it, he realized he wasn't as interested in it as he thought because he sat down with this this camera guy who's been working in the business for like three decades and he like made all of the aliens or something. And uh, and he's talking to him about like some, you know, some camera called like an A2K5 3000. And Keanu's just like, yeah, yeah, okay. And it's, it's like, like, I just don't believe that he really understands anything that's going on yeah yeah at times he's just like what is a camera <laughs> but if keanu didn't learn anything in the process of making the movie i certainly did <laughs> well there are times where he really he comes up with a point and he realizes that he has been listening he goes oh, oh and he's dead excited he's <laughs> yeah like, oh no 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 but wait <laughs> and then they'll just like shoot him down. <laughs> oh, right. The best bit is when they uh, try and explain 3D filmmaking to him. Yeah. And so, like, he goes in with like what he understands of 3D filmmaking. He's like, So you've recorded this uh, one image, and then you've recorded another slightly different image from a slightly different angle, and you've overlaid <laughs> them, and that makes the image. And like this really super clever camera slash scientist guy goes, yes, but blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like a paragraph of stuff I don't understand. Yeah. And you can see Keanu, Keanu, like like just his, his, <laughs> his soul just sinking into himself <laughs> as he realizes, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, he asks a lot of questions, and I don't know if he's fully prepared for the answers all the time. <laughs> and maybe he's zoned out, maybe he's a bit stoned, I don't know. But um, but he got the project finished, he handed it in <laughs> um, for the deadline. Um, I don't know what mark he got for it. <laughs> um, I think he passed. Yeah, yeah, it's a big pass, it was released, um, you know, uh, all over the world. So, but it's a decent documentary. It's yeah, no, it's 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 worth your time. I I enjoyed it. What do you think of his narration style? His reading out of the script, which he was just properly reading out. The <laughs> the thing with Keanu Reeves is like, he's one of those weird people that like, uh, he almost has like no charisma, but like that is his charisma. Like, do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, like he he's very awkward for yeah. a person who is like a global superhero superstar. That's the thing, yeah, yeah. And, I think it is and, quite endearing sometimes because he is like a surfer that's walked into the wrong room sometimes. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's just like, whoa, what did I? Whoa, <laughs> you know, this isn't uh, the pizza place. <laughs> it's just like, and then suddenly he's like promoting a film or something, or he's he's so. But I just, yeah, I like that about him. He does feel like he should be running a beach hut. Yes, and he would. Um, also, in our quest to find, uh, you know, interesting movies uh, from across his career, we watched his one and only... Uh, uh, the, we watched the one and only movie that he directed, Man of Tai Chi. Well, yes. I mean, if one thing uh, that uh, the documentary... Um, what was it called? Side by Side. Side by Side, yeah. yeah. One thing that showed was his love for film, I think, and his genuine enjoyment of um, being in movies and and, yeah. um, and particularly maybe sort of action-led movies now. And I think he has shown with the John Wick tr trilogy, he's shown uh, how physical an actor he is and mm -hmm. how a great actor. Because I did doubt his acting abilities, 
But um, as he's gone on, he's just learned to become such a brilliant physical actor as an action star. Um, He's just great. So, yeah, this is his turn as director. And it's an odd one because he's gone... Uh, well, it's not odd because it's mar- it's a martial arts film, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and you can see his enjoyment of that genre. But uh, yeah, it's like foreign language. Yeah, mostly, um, but not yeah. entirely. Yeah, there there no. are quite a few bits in English. He's in English. It, He's speaking English. He's not going. You know. <laughs> it's definitely a, some sort of cross-national production between China, America, and uh, you know, I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a really solid martial arts movie. Yeah, well, um, apparently it's a showcase for his um, friend who was in um, John Wick movies and I think it's some of the Matrix sequels possibly, um, who is Tiger Chen. Yes. Is that his name? Yeah, he's in... That's his name? Yeah, that's his name in real life and his name in this. Uh, He's in Matrix 2 and 3, I believe. Yeah, and I think this is loosely... um, Well, it said it's sort of loosely... Uh, the story of Tiger Chen, but this, this, is, I mean, <laughs> this is clearly, you know, <laughs> not a true life film. I mean, it's about really. a master of Tai Chi who basically uh, is. Yeah, Tai Chi, which isn't really martial arts. No, you, yeah, like, like I mean, when fucking... I think of Tai Chi, I think of uh, my nana just sort of doing like slow stretches out in a meadow. Yeah, and it's yoga. And basically, yeah. like, um, yeah, and Keanu Reeves is like, called like Donica Mark or Mark Donica Mark yeah. yeah I thought that was just lost in translation he was actually called Mark Donica make more sense but no he's called like Donica Mark or and um, yeah and he makes a big fighting competition and sees this guy that does Tai Chi but it's not just a fighting competition it's like an underground you know yeah to the death weird yeah. fucking evil fight club yeah really evil and uh he's looking for something different and he sees it in this guy who does tai chi and like does these professional sort of fighting um comp- he does like professional proper mm-hmm. above board all you know sound fighting competitions with tai chi the choreography is genuinely great in this i'm a big fan of the raid as i've mentioned before on this podcast it's uh you know i think it's possibly the greatest martial arts movie ever made uh, in this we get the star of the raid towards the end uh in a brief fight sequence um i mean i wouldn't say it's quite at the um at the quality of the raid but like it's not far off there's some genuinely good um choreography in this some really really strong fight scenes if you are into your martial arts movies i do think man of tai chi is a solid choice yeah 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 it's um it shows his love for martial arts and for sort of computer games it's very comic booky it's very cartoony yeah we were saying it was a lot like double dragon yes the the, the mega drive game and mortal kombat Mm. um street fighters did lots of uh that that vibe yeah um and and yeah, it's an interesting choice for Keanu. He's directing it, and he um, stars in it as this weird sort of multi-millionaire villain. <laughs> can, I mean, can we take a moment to really appreciate this acting performance? Because I think it's as because uh, we watched a lot of Keanu in the last in the last week. Like, it's a very unique role for him. Like, I haven't seen him perform like this. Uh, in in any of his other roles, and to me, it, it strikes me as very very Nicolas Cage. Yes, it's a it is a bit reminiscent of one of Cage's Gonzo performances. Mm. Um, uh, not quite the legendary status of Mandy, but maybe his uh, between 
world's performance which is <laughs> yeah totally yeah yeah crazy but yeah this was somewhere between there but um it was sort of Ke- keanu's cage one of his cage moments and and he does it well he goes crazy um i kind of wonder if because uh, i mean this is before john wick yeah um this is a point in his career after matrix he was sort of struggling mm. like knowing what where he should go what he should do i mean did he have a phase where he thought Maybe I should be more Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Well, I mean, first, yeah, yeah. For his start, he doesn't play the villain often. But then Cage mm-hmm. didn't, I guess. Um, he did in Face Off, but I mean, maybe some others, but I don't know. But yeah, like, yeah, he doesn't play. He's he's usually a, a, a proper hero yeah. role um, for Keanu, isn't it? Um, point Break and all that, you know. Um, but so this was a pleasant surprise, yeah. I hadn't heard of it, and then whacked it on. It was just pure entertainment. Yeah, no, we we genuinely uh, great choreography. Uh, recommend it, and, yeah. and and we're surprised as well. Yeah, we're really <laughs> surprised. Um, it's really cool though, and it's 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 a good uh, film. Maybe after the pub Friday night, <laughs> whack it on. You'll love it. Also, uh, the movie that sort of brought us uh, to this episode in the first place. Uh, because we did Universal Monsters last week. Yes. Uh, check it out if you haven't already. Yeah. Um, th- this week, we watched Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yes. By Ford, uh, by Francis <laughs> Ford Coppola. By the car company Ford. <laughs> Ford's Dracula. It's a new car. Oh, that'd be good, actually. I can imagine a car called Dracula. <laughs> I'd drive a car called Dracula if I could drive. Um, and starring Keanu Reeves, obviously. Yes, amongst a load of great um, talent. You've got Winona Ryder. You've got Gary Oldman. Mm-hmm. You've got my favourite, Richard E. Grant. <laughs> um, Tom Waits. Yeah. Um, who else? Uh, Carrie Ulls. Um, did I mention Richard E. Grant? Who's <laughs> um, uh, Jude Law's... Sadie Frost. Yes, Sadie Frost, yes, uh, who is fantastic in this. She is very good in this. And um, there are a few films in the 90s that she appears in, which she's very good in. But um, yeah, this is probably her best performance. It's, uh, for me, like, I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan of uh, Coppola anyway. I feel like, uh, you know, he's one of those directors that's done so many different genres and so many different styles. There isn't really like a Coppola film. Um, but what you do get with Coppola is an attention to detail uh, and lots of it. Um, and he doesn't disappoint with this film. Uh, I mean, like it is mad and there are places that are silly and like it's not necessarily scary at any point. Um, but the the gothicness is undeniable. It's, it's one of the most gothic films I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, you could say that for, because we watched it very shortly after we watched uh, Dracula, the Universal Monsters yeah. Dracula, um, which arguably might be scarier than Francis's Dracula mm. <laughs> from Coppola's Dracula. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's, there's bits, I, there's a lot I like about this film, but there are moments, uh, all the, like the lovey-dovey moments between Gary Oldman and Winona Ryder are a bit like, yeah. And, uh, yeah, Keanu's performance, I mean, this is what, made me sort of fall out with Keanu a bit with this film. I mean, he's barely in it, really. Yeah, but his accent. I mean, he tries at the beginning. 
is it what is he accent is it, he's trying to do an english accent or he's trying to do something <laughs> uh but then he just sort of gives up halfway through it actually reminds me quite a lot of uh carl urban's accent in the boys which i've been watching recently yeah i've caught moments when you've been watching it i really want to start it from the beginning um yeah but i was i found that quite charming i don't know carl urban's accent. i, I agree with you actually yeah. like the fact that he can't do it i actually makes me like the character more because yeah. i know a lot of people that it's really putting them off the whole show yeah they can fuck off um, <laughs> the Australian Cockney thing is always quite a nice little, uh, I don't know, mix. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay, so Keanu is not good at accents. So he doesn't do them. I mean, what? I mean, has he tried accents in anything else? Well, uh, much ado about nothing. Yeah, right. But, um... I, I mean, don't know, like, I kind of... I, I, again, like that he's not... A, <laughs> the best actor like i, I know, I, know. I, I love him in this like, i know I, I, I can't think of anyone else i'd rather see in that in that role yeah. like I, I want him fucking it up yeah. rather than someone smashing it out the park yeah i totally get that um and then he did a couple of like just weird films later on with like stuff like chain reaction or stuff like a bit b-movie stuff mm-hmm. really but um, no going back to dracula uh yeah yeah i do enjoy it it's, it is a bit mad as well, which I like. Um, Tom Waits is great in action. Tom Waits is fantastic as in Renfeld. this. He's a great character. I just uh, got back from watching The Dead Don't Die. Um, and Waits is a quite prominent character in that. And he's fantastic yeah, in that he, as well. He's in a lot of John Moose, Jim Jarmusch films. Mm-hmm. Um, but he does tend to work with proper auteurs. Yeah, um, uh, Terry Gilliam as well. He's done a lot of work with him. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, and when he's good, he's good. Coen Brothers. So, yeah, he, 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 he's fantastic. Um, and it's, yeah, there's a lot going for it. It's quite dated. Um, I think Goldman's... Uh, Goldman? Anyway, Gary Oldman. Um is great in this at times and in other times he's a bit shit as well. There's something about <laughs> Gary Oldman I just don't like. And I that, Same that's, with Ronald Ryder in this film. I, I, anyway. I think like like so many people like absolutely love Gary Oldman. I, I'm I'm not a fan. Uh, well I think he's fantastic in Leon. Yeah. But aside fifth, from that Fifth the, Element. Yeah. True romance in the little five ten uh, yeah, minutes. Yeah, he's yeah, in he that is, film. yeah, he's great in true romance. He's fantastic. He, you know, that's one of those Guys, we can say, oh, he's in the, like, Walken, or he's in it for, like, five minutes, and he almost takes the whole film. I mean, it's just like, so, you can't, I mean, you can't completely take gold. There's, there's something in his eyes. He's killed. Uh, yeah, maybe. You know? Just, yeah. <laughs> Keanu's killed. Has he? No, with his, with his, with his eyes. With <laughs> he's, his... he's broken some hearts, Mike. Oh, yeah, yeah. He kills me. Um... So, yeah, uh, but he hasn't done that much horror, really, has he? You got Dracula. No, he's done uh, Knock Knock. Knock Knock, so psychological horror, sexy, uh, bit shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd say kind, quite shit. <laughs> yeah, but kind of enjoyable. It's it's sort of shit enjoyable, I would say. S- some bit, yeah, in bits, but not all of it. And I'm not a fan of Eli Roth in general. Yeah, interesting that he's worked with Eli Roth. Interesting when we were watching that um, documentary, seeing him talk to all those directors, mm-hmm. some that he worked with, Linklater, yeah. um, people like that. Wachowskis. Yeah, and then, but then there was people like um, Lynch, 
William Franklin, like, have they not worked together? Yeah. Uh, David Lynch or, like, James Cameron, have they worked together? Uh, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and there were points when he was, like, directed, when he, in that documentary, when he was, like, talking to Cameron, you could just think in his head he wanted to ask, like, so, James, who would win out of a fight? <laughs> like, the Terminator or Titanic? <laughs> um, you know what I mean? But, uh, but and you still, could just imagine James Cameron just shouting, Avatar, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the blue dudes. Um, excellent. <laughs> um, so, yeah. <laughs> Is that Wayne's World excellent? Or is that Bill and Ted? Well, I mean, I it's Bill and Ted's up. Excellent Adventure. I know, but I think, but don't Wayne's World say? They do excellent. say Party Time Excellent. Yeah. Oh, it's interchangeable. No, no, they're not. They're very different. We've also independently watched um, Always Be My Maybe. Yes, this was part of um, Keanu Reeves' takedown of 2019. His little funny uh, send-up of himself, a mm-hmm. cameo. Because mm-hmm. this isn't his film. No, 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 no. He's this is a film starring Ali Wong. It's available on Netflix. It's uh, it's, it's a pretty fucking solid romantic yes, comedy. Yes, uh, two comedians, uh, Randall Park and Ali Wong. They uh, wrote this film with someone else, Michael something or other. <laughs> he's less important. He's not in the film. Maybe he is. I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, and it's good. It's a nice, gentle comedy. Um, little independent rom-com. Um, it's nice seeing a uh, sort of... American rom-com format with Korean um, yeah, yeah. presence or what you know, whatever. It's no Crazy Rich Asians, which you watched around the same time. You told me. Yeah. Now I have to say, like, I made the mistake of watching this the day after I watched Crazy ah. Rich Asians, and so I found this you know, an adequate film, but it didn't impress me. But I know that if I would have waited a week, I would have been enjoyed it a bit more and seen it for more of what it was, which is a thoroughly enjoyable uh, romantic comedy to watch mm. on a on an afternoon. It's probably your inner racism. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, it, it's a different film to that. It's, um, it's not as big. It's more of a little independent sort of, uh, yeah, intimate rom-com. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. Keanu's cameo is hilarious. I think it's great, but I do have to say, when Keanu comes into the movie, it does kick up a gear. It does, like, you know, the stakes are raised, and he is the stakes. And uh, he he plays a fantastic role. Um, Obviously, you know, like... I love seeing uh, an actor get the chance of playing themselves in a comedic light. Yes. Um, I don't know if you've seen uh, The Bitch in Apartment 22 or 21 or yes. whatever the fuck that is. Yes. But James Vanderbeek in that playing himself is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. This is connected to that. I think the director is did that sitcom. Oh, uh, really? Directed this, yeah. Because, I mean, like, he's very much playing that, yeah. Yeah. that role. Well, there you go, the connection's there. But um, there's interesting stuff in the restaurant scene where Keanu comes into it. Um, I don't know if she's worked with food or any of them work with food, but there's a lot of funny jokes about um, high-class cuisine in it. There's, mm-hmm. there's, there's oh, a really yeah. funny bit where all the food comes out and there's like food in like a big bubble and stuff. And there's some nice little touches like that that are really quite satirical. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, and I'm, I cried right at the end. Oh, that's yes. nice. <laughs> um, there's a really touching bit right at the end. Um, after the, the well, the, fir- the the first what I thought was the finale was a bit like uh, he's trying a bit. They're trying to go a bit Notting Hill here, but mm. um, but then right at the end, uh, it was touching, and uh, it, was a, it was a nicely written film. I enjoyed it. 
It's good. Lovely. Yeah. Well, those are the movies uh, that we watched this week in preparation for our Keanu Reeves special. Mm. Uh, we're going to move on and do uh, a new section of the show now. Uh, we're going we're gonna to recast a classic Keanu Reeves movie. We're going to recast it. Nice. Thanks. Okay, welcome back. Uh, this is a new section to the show, the show that is Movie Bong. Uh, this section, uh, we're going to be recasting a classic Keanu Reeves uh, movie, and looking forward, we'll be recasting movies from you know whatever genre we're uh, we're exploring that day. Uh, but uh, this week, we are going to be recasting The Matrix. Wow. An iconic, iconic film. Um, <laughs> you seem so excited by yeah. that prospect. Well, I mean, this is a new, crazy new section of the show. I'm not used to it. Usually, movie bong is we do a reviews or we talk about movies, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. we do a sort of fantasy pitch, an imaginary pitch of a film that we'd like to see. But this is crazy. We're, we're recasting The Matrix. Yeah, I mean, we are, you know, padding the shit out of this episode. <laughs> Aren't we? Uh, so... Well, what do you mean by recast it? Recast it at the time uh, as it was filmed and actors from that time? I think for me, uh, The Matrix is such a quintessential turn-of-the-century movie. It's very, you know, late 90s, early noughties. Uh, You know, it speaks to so much of the culture around then that I feel like what I'm looking for today is a modern remake. If this was made today, if it had never existed before and they were making it and releasing it tomorrow, who would be in The Matrix? Well, didn't you tell me that they were bringing it back? Yes, actually, that's good. This is, it's a good point, actually. They I are they're, they're going to be bringing back The Matrix. It's sort of unclear whether it's a sequel or a reboot. I would imagine it's some sort of sequel spin-off. Um, but the rumours are that Michael B. Jordan is going to be the lead replacing Keanu, which is a makes sense to me. I feel like that's a solid choice. Yeah, so do I. It makes sense. Uh, definitely. Um, I mean, Morpheus? Is, well, is he going to be linked to Morpheus in some way? Is he Morpheus's son? Who knows? The Wachowskis. Yeah, well, no. <laughs> Maybe they're doing... Yeah, I don't know. Have they written it? Who knows? I feel like it's, a, it, it's an interesting one to cast. I mean, like, who's today's Keanu Reeves? I think it's still Keanu Reeves. Um... <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> you know you're you're not you're probably not far off. Tom Hiddleston, yeah, yeah. I feel like Neo has to have that that wooden hollow quality that Keanu Reeves has. Maybe it should be Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> oh no, keep Shia away from this. I, I need Shia LaBeouf needs to be in something. Like he's he's not been in much for a while. And I'm worried about him. Uh, I feel like he's got greatness in him. Yeah. But he's no Keanu Reeves. Well, you can could, you could make it female. Change Neo. I like it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a solid choice. Um, I mean, I've been really impressed with uh, Charlize Theron as, an action, as a female action lead recently. She seems to make sense to be in something like The Matrix. Um, if you were setting it back in the... Uh Matrix time again, and you did it female, I would have gone for another Canadian, mm-hmm. uh, Alanis Morissette. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, in the part of Neo. Like um, what Kevin Smith did with Dogma when he, he, he made a god. Um, yeah, or maybe the Morpheus character or the Oracle. 
Yeah, no, I think Alanis would make a good oracle. I was also, I was thinking Oprah would be a good oracle. Or um, Oprah is the Morpheus character. Also <laughs> a solid choice, Mike. <laughs> uh, I think Viola Davis would make a great oracle as well. Yeah, she would make a great female Morpheus. Uh, I think um, Mahashara Ali for uh, for Morpheus is like an obvious. Does he have to be black? No, but, you know, I think, you know, Mahashala clearly isn't getting enough work these yeah. days. <laughs> yeah, I can see uh, a bald Woody Harrelson with black glasses <laughs> in a leather coat. Can you see it? I also, I really, really enjoyed uh, Lakeith Stansfield in uh, the uh, A Girl in a Spider's Web that I watched recently. And he's in, he's the lead in... Um, Sorry to bother you as well. Uh, but he's a fantastic actor, and I, I'd love to see him in more. I'm not saying that he's necessarily right for for this project, but I would love to see a bit more of Lakeith. He seems yeah. like a, a stand-up chap. And what about, uh, I mean, Carrie Ann Moss? Where, where is she these days? I don't know where she is. Like, she, I feel like she's trapped in some sort of like time loop in the 90s <laughs> I, I don't think we let her out of the 90s she has been in stuff uh and she, i think she's popped up in some stuff recently but um I've, yeah she like what an actress though and uh I'd, I'd love to see her make a return i'm surprised that she hasn't been picked up by some sort of like amazon sky atlantic tv series sure she's in a tv show don't know which one. Yeah, we're talking at our asses. We, yeah. haven't, we haven't checked on IMDb. Yeah, you'll probably be screaming at this and going, oh, she's in bloody... Uh, so and so. The new <laughs> fucking HBO. Actually, fucking... she's the new female Dexter. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, she's in a show about <laughs> cyborg lumberjacks um, <laughs> from France. I don't know. I mean, if you've seen the last episode of Dexter... Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's obviously why that was in my head. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so the Matrix. So are we just like recasting uh, Keanu? Any of the others? Morpheus, I mean, like I'm I'm happy Carrie. to look at any of the roles. I mean, I was thinking the uh, the the person who plays like Switch, who's like uh, one of the minor characters in the main gang in the Matrix. Uh, like I could totally see her being played by um, the actress who was uh, Brienne of Tarth in Game of Thrones. Yes. Um, you know, like. Uh, I could, I could see, uh, you know, I could see Pedro Pascal playing. Is it, is it Apoc? Uh Yeah, I mean, I don't really remember the the, the, the the Matrix films, the sequels that much. I remember the first. No, one. no, I'm I'm only talking about the first one. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, you've got uh, what was the um, Terrence? What was uh, no Hugo Weaving? Was uh, yeah. Agent? Oh, Agent Smith. Smith. Yeah, that's a, that's a good that's a good I'm question about the agents. I mean, again, like, you know, uh, like Tom Hiddleston would be a good agent as he well. Would. He would. What about like uh, Sam and Peg, Nick Frost? Sam and Peg actually could do. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, or like, um, or like someone like Sigourney Weaver, Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, those two similar actresses. <laughs> Well, you know, like strong, like strong yeah, yeah, athletic yeah, yeah. Uh, female yeah. leads that can do action. I'm talking, you know. Yeah, I don't have Sigourney Weaver's athletic. Yeah, I suppose like she's these about days. Ninety, <laughs> no, she's not that old. But can you sorry. not speak ill of yeah. Sigourney Weaver on this podcast, I, I'm sorry, please? Sorry, Sigourney. I've already apologised to Keanu. Now. <laughs> I'd like to apologise <laughs> to Sigourney Weaver for calling her old. I only say that because I know she was in more than one episode of Doc Martin. <laughs> so. 
you, you know, you've only got yourself to blame, Sigourney, sorry. Well, at the moment, it looks like we're going to end up with uh, Ryan Reynolds if we're not careful. What about, um, is it uh, Logan Murray Green? Logan Green Murphy Murray? You're just saying uh, names of the X-Men. You know, <laughs> you know who I mean. Logan Murphy. You know, oh, the, the guy from Upgrade. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, yes. Yes, I can see him. Um, Fantastic lead, who I hope we're going to see much more of. Obviously, Upgrade was a, what about, was um, a real smash. What about Spider-Man? Current Spider-Man? Tom Holland. Yeah. Being Interesting a ne- choice. Being a Neo in a few years' time. In a few years, yeah. Or like a ta- Taron Egerton. Yeah. He's probably a little bit more ready for it. Yeah, I can see that, actually. Yeah. Also, an actor who I think, uh, who I'm, I'm really surprised hasn't been the lead in uh, more big movies is um, Riz Ahmad. Yes, he th- would he would be great as a new sort of Neo take on Neo. He'd be a great Neo. I've always That's thought he'd it. be a great Superman. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's a lot of roles that I'm surprised he he hasn't got recently. Aladdin, I thought he would have been an obvious choice for. Well, say that, but Superman, yeah, not an obvious choice. But there's probably people screaming, <laughs> "What Superman? Yeah, why not?" It just seems um, strange, particularly for Aladdin, that they've gone for like someone. Uh, more unknown, or at least to a Western audience. Keanu could have done Superman. Totally. Couldn't he? I thought you were about to suggest Keanu as Aladdin, (laughs) and I was about to be like, actually, I think that's a great idea. fucking genie. He should have been the genie. He should have been Jafar. Uh, Yeah. Uh, No, now you're going to Jafar. Um, (laughs) He should have been the tiger. He could have done Superman, though, in his prime, back in the day. Yeah, no, you're totally right, actually. Like, that's that's a solid choice. He is... Or Batman. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm kind of holding out for an old man. At some point, he can play like an old Batman. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, he has taken he has taken the old. man. He's a bit younger than obviously uh, the people the guys that come back like Liam Neeson in action roles, and and they've taken um, the older you know Denzel. But uh, he he's a bit more physical than those guys. The but. the more I think about this, the more I'm starting to think Ben Affleck is sort of like a poor man's Keanu. I don't know. I, I, suppose... I like Affleck. I, oh, I of course stand you do. By him. And I heard a great little little bit of commentary today from the uh, Armageddon uh, commentary where Affleck is hilarious. And he talks about how, um, who directed it? Michael Bay, was it? Um, ben Affleck's talking about, like, ask him the question. <laughs> he goes, uh, Michael, wouldn't it be easier to um, train a load of astronauts to, to, to be oil drillers rather than training a load of oil drillers to be astronauts and then he turned around to Ben Affleck and told him to shut the fuck up <laughs> and that was his story um, I stand by Affleck I think he's funny there are similarities I guess between him and Keanu um, yeah. but yeah no not, no, he's sort of gone out of favour while Keanu has really I, th- I think it. Affleck's had a few too many high-profile flops. Like, don't get me wrong, Keanu Reeves has those flops a la Siberia, uh, replicas. He does loads um, of shitty B-movies as well, like all the actors Yeah, but, Keanu. But Keanu keeps them as B-movies, as straight-to-on-demand things. Like, Affleck is putting shit out in the cinemas, which is terrible. <laughs> well, I don't know. That's yeah, debatable. I like some of his films. And I think he... Honestly, gets a bad rap. But I think uh, he'll come through it, maybe, um, like Keanu did, because I think Keanu got a bad rap for a while. Um, mm-hmm, true. And now he's back. Uh, Duke Kaboom. Yes, we, Canada. <laughs> um, that's what he says in Toy Story. Um, but, yeah, no, I think Riz for Neo. Cool. Um, well, let's let's move on to our pitches, then. 
Yes. Back to safety and normality, Mike. Bullet time. <laughs> okay, welcome to the pitches section of our show. Uh, this is where we pitch movies that have not been made, but should be made. Uh, this week is a Keanu Reeves special. Uh, so we're doing movies that should feature Keanu Reeves in some fashion. I've got a few ideas to start off with this week. Um, starting with uh, biopics, right? I think uh, Keanu Reeves is a fantastic performer. Uh, and I feel like there are a few people, uh, like figures from history, that I would like to see him play. Particularly from music history. Right. I've got three people in mind that I think Keanu Reeves would be very good at playing. I've already got some popping into my head. Right. First, Frank Zappa. Yes. Can you kind of see it with, with like, yes. the hair? He's, like, a similar height. He's a very similar build, sort of, like, wiry. I can, I can just see him doing the stance. And also... What, like, such an interesting artist. No one has really done a proper biopic of him. Why not? It, you could have so much fun with that mm, film. Definitely. Because it would be very funny. You'd have to make it a big, huge sort of comedy in a way. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I would love to see a Zappa biopic. That would be great, wouldn't it? Um, and totally, I mean, he could possibly pull it off. Um, not sure who else could pull it off. Um, it's a tricky one to even... Broach. I think Adam Driver. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, but there is that like popular thing on the internet. Adam Driver looks like someone like had drawn Keanu Reeves with her eyes closed. Or like, <laughs> yeah, drunk yeah. Or something. drawn Keanu Reeves from memory. Yeah, I think yeah, is the yeah. Name, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, either of them could do a good zapper. Uh, another person from music that I think Keanu Reeves would be quite good at playing. This is. Uh, for my own personal enjoyment, I want to see Keanu Reeves play Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails. What? <laughs> okay. I think it would be a really interesting uh, acting experience for him. Uh, again, I don't think it's one that he would pull off. I think I would enjoy it in the same way I enjoy him in Dracula. Yeah. Where like, no, oh, he's trying and he's still Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Um, so I'm not saying that he would smash this out the pot, but I think he could do it. And I want to see a music biopic of Trent Reznor at some point. I think he's a very interesting artist. I mean, who are you really going to get to play him? I, I do think Keanu would, would be fantastic at it. Yes, he possibly would <laughs> right you're not convinced by that one but i'm gonna get you with this next one because okay. i think this next one is one i could genuinely see happening oh okay right <laughs> Jimi hendrix keanu reeves playing nick cave directed by nick, nick cave. cave written by <laughs> nick cave <laughs> produced by keanu reeves and nick, nick cave. cave um yeah yeah i can see that possibly it's more it's a bit more like, I mean, uh, I don't know. I, I, I was watching some interviews with Nick Cave recently and the way he, he moves, he, he has a very similar uh, stature, stance and in general movements to Keanu Reeves. Yes. 
Yes. They're, they're both quite quite stiff in places, uh, but then quite limber. Yeah, that'd be a great biopic. As well. Um, you could have a little cameo from Kylie in it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I could see Kylie and Keanu. I've seen them interact on a talk show recently. It was great. Yeah, no, they're great. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, I can see that. That would be cool. I was doing, uh, also moving on to other projects now, I was doing a little bit of research. And uh, one project that... Uh, basically didn't happen that I would quite like to see um, was basically Charlie Sheen, his character in Platoon, was originally meant to be Keanu Reeves. And I, I'd, uh, whilst I don't think that he would do a better job necessarily than Charlie Sheen, that's definitely a movie I'd like to see. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to see him have a bash. A Platoon. <laughs> yeah <laughs> or like well did he yeah that's a fair point was he in many vietnam movies has he been in any war movies i can't think of him in a, in a war movie i think he's done like uh, ro- uh romance he, dramas that done, feature war yes yes i'm sure there is he's done a few romantic dramas a few rom-coms animated sci-fi horror mm-hmm, mm-hmm. drama action martial arts you name it keanu's done it but you know what he hasn't done, which I'm also pitching today? Okay. A crossover. Right. Right? It's actually kind of half already been mentioned on this podcast already. Okay. What I'm pitching is Bill and Ted and Wayne's World. Oh, yes. Well, I nearly said that before, didn't I? Yeah. I thought I smashed into it. I did think into myself then. Uh, I was about to say, like, what if that Wayne's World went back in time or what if... Well, I was kind of thinking, uh, I think it'd be quite funny if um, Bill and Ted have sort of like, they, they, they can't time travel anymore. Like they've lost their abilities of time travel. And uh, Wayne and Garth sort of uh, lead them back in sort of, you know, like a no- normal life. You know, they're sort of like, uh, you know, they, they, they help them become accustomed to average day life. Yeah. You know, but then, you know, some like time travel comes back halfway through and then they have to do one final time travel mission with the help of Wayne and Garth. But tell me there's a Jay and Silent Bob cameo. <laughs> like at yeah, the end or yeah. they pop in just towards the end. Or... It's the classic after credits. It's yeah, got to be in yeah. there. Jay and Silent be. Bob pop up. <laughs> um, um, also another person uh, from history that I think uh, Keanu Reeves would be a good person, a, a good vessel <laughs> Martin Luther King? No, surprisingly not Martin Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King. Uh, but it is a double-barreled name, Edgar Allan Poe. Well, John Cusack already played him, right? Ah, right. Right. I f- yeah. Oh, okay. The Raven, maybe? Or, but was that, re- that wasn't really a biopic. That was a horror film sort of starring Poe. I mean, I haven't seen it, but I feel like I can confidently say it, it was shit. I don't know. I, 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 I haven't quite seen it, but I have heard that it's not that bad. It's oh, okay, fun. fair enough. Because it's one of those little horror movies. It, it's, it's taking a real character, but it's putting it in a sort of like fantastical scenario. Um, and it's a bit of a horror film. Um, but I don't know if they have done an actual Edgar, pa- Allen, Edgar Allan Poe biopic. And he would be good. He, he could do it. I could I'd, see that. I'd like to see him in more gothic stuff. Yeah. One project that um, he was heavily rumoured to be working I mean, I know that he did work on, uh, but it, it never sort of came to fruition, was uh, he was going to do a live-action remake of Cowboy Bebop, where he would play Spike. Uh, I mean, and that's just like, I mean, 
I mean that that's fucking like porn for uh, for me. Like that would yeah. be such a great that's such a great idea. Yeah, and that part of the world, Keanu is massive as well. I mean, he's massive all over the world, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. he's got a genuine love for sort of Asian culture, Oriental cinema, all that. Man of um, Tai Chi. Yes, I mean Man of Tai Chi directed um, a martial arts movie. Uh, he did misspell Tai Chi in the title of Man of Tai Chi, but you know, well. Um, <laughs> I, I keep thinking Tai Chi is like a type of tea. <laughs> that's like that's like chai, isn't it? <laughs> no, that's just tea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tea. Not, not Thai. Tai Chi. <laughs> uh, chi. Um, cup of cha. Uh, yeah, so... But that was a good film. He's a strong director. He should make more. Yeah, yeah. And he should direct more. There's more pictures to be had there of him as a director, not just Yeah, no, totally. I mean... Uh, yeah, I would like to see him do something. I mean, I quite like to see him do some sort of like Sega Mega Drive adaptation. You know, like, like we were talking about Double Dragon or Streets of Rage, like because it, it did feel very, very video gamey. It did feel like a Street Fighter movie. He should do the new Mortal Kombat film. That's a great idea. That's a genuinely good idea. But make it fucking big budget. Go crazy with it. He can be Johnny Cage, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the actor slash kick-ass martial artist mortal combatter yeah um he can get his mate tiger chen to be louis kang he could be a pretty good raiden yeah yeah raiden if chris one thing i say if christoph lambert can do it anyone can (laughs) 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 or james remar also one thing that i found out whilst i was doing a little bit of research was uh apparently keanu reeves loves ballroom dancing Really? I mean, I know yeah. he likes motorcycles. No, but he loves ballroom dancing. That's on brand. Ballroom dancing is not. I find it quite interesting that he's never really shown these skills, to my knowledge, in movies. I mean, I'm sure there'll be like the odd movie where I'll have like the odd dance flourish. But like, you know, why wasn't he like the villain in Cuban Fury? Yeah, yeah. You know, um, why isn't he campaigning to do a remake of Showgirls? He could do James Bond and do some dancing in that ballroom. Yeah. He could be a villain. Or he could be James Bond. <laughs> um, uh, he's, he, does he live in, like, a Matrix world where he can say, like, oh, I want to do Kung Fu now, or I want to do ball dancing. <laughs> I want to direct a movie now. Yeah, I want to do ballroom dancing, and then he just, I can ballroom dance now. <laughs> was that one? <laughs> like... You don't teach Keanu anything, do you? He just does it. <laughs> like, if he wants to do it, he'll just do it. Uh, and that comes across in his movie career, and I think that's one of the things that makes him so lovable. Totally. Um, now, for my final uh, sort of, like, uh, portion of my pitch section, uh, I want to talk MCU, because obviously he sat down with the people at Marvel. There, there are, like, talks are being made. But who is he playing? Well, you know, nothing is solid yet. Um, I've got a few suggestions of who I think he would be good at. Uh, we'll, we'll start with one that's just silly, but <laughs> in my mind, it almost half works. I want him to play middle-aged Professor Xavier between <laughs> McAvoy and Stuart. No, stop having so many Xavier's. Let's just <laughs> leave the fucking X-Men alone. I, don't know. I just want to see Keanu bold. I feel like he'd be good bold. Wolverine, surely? I think he's too old for Wolverine. He's not the right build for Wolverine at all, either. Was he not? I'm sure he was bandied around. His name was... Yeah, years ago. But mm. like, he, he, I don't think he was ever right for it. No. I mean, he's much more of a gambit. Yeah. 
I I also think that he would make a really good Silver Surfer. Yeah. You know, because Silver Surfer is more like uh, he's a superhero who, you know, likes a bit of philosophy. You know, like he's a, he's a yeah. thinker. Yeah. Um, and I think he's something that Keanu c- could do. Like, I, I don't think that you can just give a standard superhero role to Keanu. I think you need to give him something a little bit different. I think he'd be a great Doctor Doom. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if they aren't looking to tie him in with the Fantastic Four in some way. Because obviously we've got John Krasinski and Emily Blunt as uh, the lead two from the Fantastic Four. Is that definitely happening? I believe so. Because wasn't that my dream casting? or Am I dreaming or is that definitely I, I'm happening? pretty sure that that's been confirmed. I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll check that out. Later. I don't know. Let's all collectively look. agree to Google it. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm just hoping it's true, and then it's true. It's true. Um, <laughs> I hope it is. Um, they're definitely doing a Fantastic Four. Like, they are. They are. They I, are. I just wasn't set. sure whether they were cemented because they're my dream casting for. I it, think but, they are. I'm uh, going to say yes. <laughs> yeah. You could have uh, Keanu Reeves' characters in the MCU. Neo, um, Johnny Mnemonic. <laughs> you're, just, you're just ruining the MCU now, Mike. No, how could it, like, like imagine, uh, you know, uh, Johnny Utah from Point Break <laughs> surfing with the Silver Surfer. You can't, this is just... Silver Surfer in Point Break. This is just, this is silly now. You're, you're just being silly. That works, actually. Sorry. You know what wouldn't be silly? What? And I think... I feel like this is the most likely, right? right. I could see him as uh, Nemo. Yes, Nemo. I think it's Nemo. It's spelled it's it's spelled Namor, but I, I'm pretty sh- the Submariner. Sure yeah, the Submariner. submariner. Let's call uh, but him that. <laughs> pretty much Marvel's Aquaman. Yes, I would not be surprised if that isn't what? what they go for. I mean, I feel like they missed a trick getting him as Doctor Strange. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I got. Bendy Dick Cumberbatch. I mean, ben D- Benedict Cumberbatch is good, though. I think he, he is great. Takes yeah. the role on uh, quite well. Um, but yeah, Keanu could have been in the DCU. He could have been Aquaman. He could have been Superman. He could have been Batman. Batman for me, like I- I'd love to see a Keanu Batman. He could have been Wonder Woman. <laughs> he could have. Been, he could have been anything he damn well pleases. He is Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yeah. Um, if they went in, he said, "I want to play Wonder Woman." I reckon they would. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, if he would have gone in and been like Blade, I want to do <laughs> yeah. Blade. Uh, yeah, if you um, just want to come out with White Blade, uh, that would have uh, been amazing. <laughs> yeah, I don't like. He could could you done... imagine of how many people would have been upset at that? Yeah, <laughs> what's the vampire guy? Is it Morbius or Morbius? Yeah, he could have been. He could have done that. Jared Leto's doing yeah. it, isn't he? Yeah, Keanu could have done it. Totally. I'm more likely to watch it if Keanu did it. Have a white blade and a black Morbius. Now, Jared Leto, he's a poor man's Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Reeves. Yeah. Keanu Reeves is in a band too, Jared. Yeah. They weren't as successful as Jared. No, they were called Dogstar and they were terrible. But <laughs> he was in a band. Yeah, yeah. I read that Keanu Reeves uh, lent his bass to Kim Gordon from Sonic Youth for the music video uh, 100%. Right. Uh, the bass she plays, uh, the yellow bass, is Keanu Reeves's bass. Well. A little bit of bass trivia for you there. He's a nice guy. <laughs> anyway, those were my pitches. Uh, just some, some some ideas for Keanu Reeves there. Yeah, I'm sure he'd be up for that. Especially the uh, Martin Luther King biopic. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I think he's... I mean, I do think he's more of a Malcolm X. All right, but definitely a Wonder Woman. Okay, we're back. Uh, it's the pitch section. I've done my pitches. Mike's going to do his pitches. 
bitches. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to call you all bitches. Um, <laughs> bitches, though, dogs. There's a dog connection, isn't there? Dog Which star. You, dog star, his band. His band, dog He's star. He's in a band, dog star. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, why hasn't he done a musical? I mean, <laughs> I don't think they're... Like a good band. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's why I wasn't done. Imagine him in like a Mamma Mia style musical or something. Well, you know, Pierce Brosnan and that, they just went for it. I'd like <laughs> to see Keanu really go for it and do some singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, with the dancing and stuff, I, I'm really surprised that he hasn't gone into sort of musicals, Disney, uh, you know, the, the, the new Cats trailer that is horrifying children across the nation right now. Not just children, it horrifies me. <laughs> um, it's fucking have you seen what they've done to Judy Dench it's yeah. like elder abuse but Taylor Swift's in it so uh, yeah but they've made Judy, I think I'm gonna have to go and watch it turn Judy poor Judy into some sort of hell beast foul <laughs> hell beast back back foul hell beast and there's James Corden looking like something yeah. you know you see when you're half asleep just in the corner of your eye <laughs> no back demons cat fuckers yeah it looks shite <laughs> let's be honest but if Keanu was in it it'd be 10 times better totally uh, he should do a musical I don't know I mean yeah that's what I'm pitching first now a musical okay what, what musical would he be in a Keanu musical yes um what musical well, would you, know, you cast Keanu you know, after in? seeing him do a great performance in My Own Private Idaho which is definitely an LGBT movie follows yeah. like gay themes I could see him in something like Rent yes Yes. Um, but, like, if he wants to go for something that's, like, a little bit, like, lighter, a little bit funnier, like, Little Shop of Horrors. You can never go wrong with Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. Or a Rocky Horror Picture Show. Guys and dolls. Keanu Reeves. Or maybe if he wants to stick with, like, because obviously he's in his this this rock band that's a bit grungy, he could do, like, the Green Day musical that's on at the moment. Bill and Ted the musical fuck the broadway show fuck fuck after the third film i say that's where they go and he keeps alex winters going because you feel like the other guy really his career went off the like you know keanu became keanu reeves he became alex winters (laughs) (laughs) um but no he did alex winters did bill did a great i mean he's only notable for well he's probably in other stuff i only know him really for bill and ted films and lost boys he's one of the vampires yeah but, uh, he went on and directed and wrote and uh, made his own movie called freaked um mm-hmm. which is a great oddball horror comedy uh keanu reeves is in that as a wolf man you've got <laughs> mr t as the bearded um lady um bobcat goldthwaite's in it and he's got like a sock puppet for a head it's mad uh, but it's really crazy and gory. Randy Quaid's a mad scientist. It's great. That watch sounds it. fucking insane. It is insane, but watch it. Um, but Keanu's in that as a mate. And because Keanu is just, I think the overpowering thing that comes to him is that he is a genuinely nice guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, and that documentary you watched, uh, yeah, you could see it's sort of a project. It was almost like a school project, a project. And I want to give him another project. So this isn't really a movie pitch, okay? Okay. So I'm going out there with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a movie pitch. Well, it could be a movie pitch when you talk about the documentary you did side by side. Um, you could do a documentary about this. Okay. Uh, about this project. Because I'm giving him a project, really. Uh, Keanu Reeves. So we'll start small. And then we're going to take this baby global. So Right. 
it's Keanu Reeves, but the title is Keanu Reads. And it's Keanu, basically, we'll, we'll start with a series of audiobooks uh-huh. and uh, downloads of uh, Keanu Reeves read classic literature. Sure, um, sure, yeah, yeah. So you, you can, uh, for kids and adults, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, fuck Stephen Fry, Keanu's going to do the Harry Potter reading. Yeah, I like it. Um, so we start from there, but then we start taking him out. Maybe he goes more local, he goes back to Toronto. He visits libraries in Ipswich. He goes and teaches kids how to read. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, we take him out all across the world just being Keanu and, and then, like, like encouraging kids to read. Can he do the CBBC story time? I, I don't know why he hasn't. Tom Hardy's yeah, done it possibly it's, more it's, than It's once. a good point, actually. Like, um, He could do it dressed as John Wick with, like, a dog, cuddly toy or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but, yeah, you know, him doing this, he wouldn't be the only uh, celebrity who has really come out in... Uh, uh, done positive things for literacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Fonz, Henry Winkler, yeah, um, has written kids' books, and he's um, a real, yeah, a- advocate for it. Also, the Fonz is uh, fantastic. Uh, um, like if you're if you have a child who is struggling to learn the first letter of the alphabet, uh, the Fonz is particularly good at. <laughs> hey, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very funny. But uh, you're Thank joking. You. But he does actually do positive work with uh, dyslexics um <laughs> also dolly parton she's a good one uh <laughs> with literacy um so yeah so uh, presenting the keanu reeves keanu reads project I, charity, I like it charity literacy project i could totally see him hosting a, like a kid's show a la blues clues <laughs> yes. uh, i mean maybe this could be his blues clues yes or um, a new thing, uh, maybe make John Wick uh, friendly, kid friendly, and have him like uh, reading stories in a little cabin. <laughs> well, like like maybe he could cameo as John Wick in like a few children's cartoons. Like I'm thinking, you know, Arnold. Yes. Um, sorry, sorry. Um, what's the um, you got? Hey Arnold. Arthur. What's the, Arthur. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, he's had gay weddings. Exactly. Why not have John Wick. <laughs> Just teaching you a little bit of literacy. Yeah, and how to kill a man in several different ways. Also, do you know what? Actually, uh, it's funny that you've suggested this because I, I found out in my research that um, Keanu Reeves is dyslexic. So well, there he, you go. he's actually got a vested interest in your project already. Yes, and uh, they can sit down, they can watch, he can make the kids watch Much Ado About Nothing when he did Shakespeare, or even My Own Private Idaho when he did Shakespeare. He could show the little children My Own Private Idaho, <laughs> <laughs> the famous sex film. My Own Private I, D, A, H. A, yeah, yeah. Oh. My Own Private, Idaho. My Own Private Alphabet. Co-starring Henry Winkler. Yes, yes. He teaches kids about River Phoenix because they don't, won't know about him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, so, uh, and it's positive LGBTQ. Yeah, well, those are letters in the alphabet. Yes, and he can teach kids about, you know, that <laughs> as well. Um, I just think he's got so much more to give to the world apart from just films like Johnny Mnemonic and <laughs> Chain Reaction. I really like uh, your, your, your pitch this week because you, you've really thought about uh, the range that Keanu offers. Like, obviously, he's a great um, action star, 
or, you know, lead in general. But, like, he offers so much more. You know, like, we've seen him do... Uh, we, we watched his, his only movie that he directed this week, and it was great. Uh, we've seen him present a documentary, which, you know, <laughs> for, for all of his flaws, it, it is a good movie yeah. that I really enjoyed, and I learned a lot from. And... I really like that you've sort of latched onto that and shown that you know, like, like he could, he could, he could teach the world. He does projects. He doesn't just do films, and he's a, mm-hmm. and it's and it comes across that he's not really interested in the fame part of it that much. He's just interested in in getting people. Involved. Yeah, he's a um, humanitarian at heart. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, we could cast him in loads of great films. I'm just thinking of some now. Like, he should be in more horror films. He could have played Dracula. Even he could have played a vampire. Yeah. Um, he could have played any of the horror captains. More sci-fi, characters. please. I want to see him in space. I'd like. He yeah. would be great for like um, when we did like. Obviously, there was the George Clooney Solaris, but I think he would have been a better choice. You know what I'd like to see him in? Uh, Jules Verne, uh, 2000 Leagues Under the Sea, or two whatever yeah. that is. Because um, seeing him play the crazy millionaire in um, Man of Tai Chi, Mm -hmm. he could play a crazy guy under the water. I think he'd be really good for that. Definitely. Uh, Also, I'm quite surprised that he has been used or even considered, maybe he was considered, in uh, the new uh, Dune, Denis Villeneuve's Dune. Uh, I feel like, you know, again, I I think he'd be great. I want to see him as some sort of like weird space aristocracy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That is what Dune is about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, more crossovers. John Wick versus Godzilla. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Get him in Guardians of the Galaxy, please. Oh, yeah, Something like that. Yes, please. Get him underwater. Get him in space. Get him in different <laughs> other universes, multiverses, whatever. Um, I still love my idea of uh, the assassin, like, gang with like you've got John Wick and then you've got uh Taken Liam Neeson by yeah, Miller the equalizer uh, yeah Denzel Washington's equalizer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, maybe even Jackie Chan from the and foreigner Numi Rapace from Close yeah, yeah, we were suggesting yeah, and that'd be great and then John Wick obviously is the sort of proper bad boy that, that well he's he's the real killer yeah I mean, he kills the world. Have you seen John Wick 3? It's like mm. the whole world is just after him. John Wick versus Jason Bourne would be a good one. Yeah. John Wick versus Jason Voorhees. <laughs> John Wick versus Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah, Freddy Krueger. Um, yeah, I mean, there's so much scope for Keanu. I think it's a given, uh, and it is understood, that we absolutely love Keanu. He's had a great year. He's going to have many great years ahead of him. Uh, I hope some of these ideas he picks up and pitches and uses in future... Um, and I hope he pays us some royalties because we are poor. <laughs> yes, um, give us some money, Keanu. No, let's work on this project together. Let's, I'm not trying to get money out of you. I just want I want to help kids. I want to help kids and myself. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm just saying, Keanu, call me. <laughs> Uh, cool. Well, that's our episode this week. I think it's been quite a fun one. I hope you all have a great time. Are we over, or should I talk more? <laughs> I don't know. It's the end. I, I feel like I, I, I didn't leave it on a on a concrete end note. And now we're just swimming in no man's land. Are we doing any more uh, episodes like this where we do actors, actresses? I'm sure we will. And if there are any actresses in mind that people at home would like us to... Yeah, we should do an actress next. Yeah, yeah. Uh, dedicate an episode to. Do get in touch, let us know, and we'll, 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 we'll do one. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll cast, cast her in a... <laughs> 
I'm glad that you <laughs> felt the need to clarify <laughs> that, Mike. Just you're such a lad when you say, oh, I'll do one. You sound, you know, like a proper. I don't think any actresses <laughs> in Hollywood are in the market for two <laughs> hey. podcasters in the northwest of England. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if you are, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but if you are, give us a call. Um, and uh, yeah, and I want to apologise to Sigourney Weaver once again, uh, and Keanu. Um, I do Keanu actually. No, sorry. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, and also to play us out this week, we have uh, Keanu Reeves' band Dogstar live in the studio, <laughs> <laughs> playing their seminal classic Enchanted. Wow. Lovely stuff. Enjoy. Enjoy.